Hey bear, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 51st episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, so da 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 da. Yes, I did that. I was an employee and I was gonna get employee of the month. And you would do it too for a check. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Thea's Tea. I'm super happy to be here. I am so pumped today because honestly, I know I was gonna record this episode, but I got home and I took a nap and I'm gonna be going out later with some friends. So I thought I wouldn't have time to do this, but I ended up deciding to be productive and you know, just like get everything in line and stuff. So here I am recording and I kind of have to do it quick because we're leaving in about an hour. So yeah, don't wanna miss that. <laughs> Today is a nice Friday afternoon. I am sitting on my bed, which fun fact actually has like my favorite set of duvet covers on at the moment. They're gray with like, it's not paisley, but I don't know how else to describe it. It's like a paisley print and it's from Ikea. Absolutely love it. My bed's kind of messy because I have like my uniform thrown all over the place. <laughs> but yeah, I have my laptop with the presentation in front of me. It's a really cute presentation this week. So I'm excited about that. And as for the tea talk, I am drinking some tea from the brand Casino and it's called the Bish Cassis flavor. And it's basically peach and blueberry. And the mug it's in is in this green mug that I've described before. It's a little bit imperfect, a little bit rustic and it's really cool it's one of my favorite mugs if you want to check out the setup be sure to head over to the podcast instagram at theas podcast i'm really motivated right now like in terms of the podcast because i've been receiving such lovely feedback from you guys you know people i don't even know from other parts of the world reaching out to me and saying such kind things and that really was like my ultimate goal when i started so i'm so glad to see it coming true and it just makes my day to read the lovely messages you guys sent me so i just wanted to take a minute and say thank you you can never really say thank you enough and it's important to like do it spontaneously and such so if you are listening to me and you don't even know me or even if you do know me i'm so grateful for you and thanks for supporting this project i'm so passionate about let's get started with the episode So let's begin with the life update. I have had a lot of fun this week. I feel like it's been pretty intense, but in the best way. Let's talk a little bit about school first. So as I mentioned before, I started my last year of school and we're already like, you know, diving into all the academic stuff and classes and such. And it has been a little bit overwhelming. I mean, we're already like getting assigned homework and projects and stuff. And it always shocks me how quickly the year starts. You know, you would expect you have more time to just like settle in, you know, not get started with the proper work, if you know what I mean. But, you know, we're not taking our time in that sense. You know, there's so much to do. And it's crazy for me to think that, you know, this is my last year in school and the things that we don't get to see, like if we don't have enough time to see them in class and we'll just never see them. So that's really weird for me. And I do want to be like really productive in school and get to learn about as many topics as possible. So I've been excited with like schoolwork, you know, my new teachers, getting to know them, even though I already know all of them. Maybe they gave class to me a couple of years ago. So like reconnecting with them, remembering what class with them is like and just working on projects. We've been writing a lot, which I enjoy. Well, I don't enjoy, but I think it's important and I like to practice it even if I'm not the best. So yeah, I've just been really happy in school altogether. We have one week in person, one week virtual. So going in person is just such an incredible experience. I have so much fun. I enjoy every minute of it, you know, chatting with my friends in break, messing around in classes. It's all so memorable and I'm 
infinitely thankful and i will not get tired of saying this so yeah i just feel really fulfilled in like the school aspect and just really happy i feel like we're getting back like the reward we deserve because being able to go to school in person in our last year i it just it, it feels like a dream i'm so lucky and so fortunate <laughs> and it makes me like i don't know just it, it makes me beam <laughs> and in other news i feel like i'm genuinely just having the time of my life even though we have started with like the rigorous academic side of things i have been having so much fun because our exams haven't started in my school we have like daily exams constantly like all year round but we haven't started those yet so it's not too serious at the moment and i've just been like having a lot of fun for instance this week on a wednesday i made plans with a friend and we got our nails done and we went to get dinner and i came back to my house at 9 20 you guys on on a school night and it was just so fun for me i felt like you know yolo like i was living my life genuinely enjoying my youth and that's what i've always wanted so like my point is i really love it when you can make fun plans in the week and not wait for the weekend to live your life and do fun things and i'm really glad that i started to do that and i want to continue doing it regularly and i'm going out for dinner later with a couple of friends and it's so fun because we've worked really hard on like planning this because we want to go to a really cool part of the city that's a bit of a drive away and it's like up in the mountains and it's like cooler weather and it's just the vibes there are absolutely immaculate and i've always wanted to hang out there with my friends and we're finally doing it today so i feel so blessed in that sense and then i'm going out with friends again tomorrow and you know face masks uh you know disinfecting and all of that stuff <laughs> but i just again i feel so lucky to be able to live what before would have sounded like a normal teenage life but now feels like such a privilege but being quite frank you know not everything has been so spectacular because i have had a couple of breakdowns this week just me getting like really stressed and overwhelmed with all the things i need to do like with school and also just personal things i was adding to my to-do list every day and meetings i felt like there was not enough time but then here comes a good thing about going one week in person and one week virtual it's in person like i don't really have that time because you know transport and stuff there's not so much time for me to like do things in a day but now i have a virtual week coming up so i can kind of compensate for all the things i didn't get to do before so i think it offers a good balance and it lets me you know have fun but also do the things i need to do and have like time set aside for that but yeah you know this week did present a couple of breakdowns and just me getting overwhelmed and stressed but we're good now i feel like it's just me like recalibrating to this lifestyle again and like getting used to having places to go essentially because that was my life before i would have a bunch of places to go after school and things to do in different places and now i'm kind of getting back into the groove of things and figuring out like how i'm gonna get from one place to another fitting everything in my schedule and such and you know that's like the life that i always craved and that i always liked so it's really happy for me to like see myself getting back into those things i feel like i waited for so long and then lastly for this weekly update i wanted to share something that i observed you know in school and talking with my friends and just like having them all there i realized that we are all stressed about our futures and i kind of felt like i was the only one that was really concerned about that but i'm seeing and like hearing so many of my friends say that they are stressed about their futures as well and you know our school offers like mandatory um like i guess guidance counseling sessions in 11th grade 
and you know just seeing all of us like schedule ours and you know eventually like going to them i feel like it's definitely a scary overwhelming process but i felt comfort in the fact that i wasn't alone in this that everybody else was stressed and scared and overwhelmed and you know that kind of like was a breath of fresh air because i thought i, I just i thought that <laughs> i was the only one and with like my special condition you know i felt like there were struggles that maybe my friends wouldn't entirely comprehend because they don't share them but now i know that we're all worried even if we have different things coming for us and that's okay that's like the beauty of it you know it's one of the most important parts of growing up and even though we feel like it's stressful right now like on some level i'm so happy to be living it even if it like scares me so much i'm happy to be to have like the opportunity to pick what i want to do with my future where i want to do it set up my life and all of that and kind of like actually make a big decision in my life because this is a, one of the first proper big decisions i get to make so yeah it's overwhelming and scary and everything but ultimately it's exciting and it's even more exciting when you know that you're in the same boat as all of your dearest friends and like favorite people on the planet Diving into this week's topic, we are going to be talking all about comparison, which I know is something that a lot of us feel like a certain affinity to. I feel like it's really relevant because in this current age, like I'm talking 21st century and especially like if you're a teenager at around this time, I feel like there's a very particular context and like very specific circumstances that lead us to be a certain way. And I just know that we all compare each other. We all talk about comparing ourselves and it's a really tricky ocean to navigate so i wanted to talk about it because it makes up such a big part of so many of our lives and you know those are the types of topics i want to talk about here on Thes T. i'm definitely not an expert in the sense that i haven't like studied psychology or anything like that and even as a teenager i'm not like what could be an expert at this age because i still do compare myself i still do struggle with this so i'm not going to be talking from a point like I made it through this struggle, here's the solution, here's how to get through it, but just more so like I'm a person who lives with this, not on a day-to-day -day basis, but somewhat frequently, and I don't let it consume me and like sharing the little tips and things that I've learned along the way. And I really do hope this helps you, and also I hope it helps myself, because sometimes with some topics here on TST, I record them for the main reason that these are things that I need to hear for myself, and with the hopes of them like being engraved after I prepare the podcast and, you know, talk and such. So yeah, that's ultimately like my goal for this, for it to help me, for it to help you guys, and just feel like, for you guys to feel seen and heard, and remember that you're not the only ones battling with this. I just hear so many people around me talk about how comparison impacts their lives. I wouldn't go as far to say like it ruins it, but it definitely does take a very big negative toll on them and myself included. So I feel like it's really important to talk about it, but I want to do it from an approach of a realistic teenager. As I said, I don't want to put myself on a pedestal like I've got it all figured out. Here's the solution. Here's a path. I'm better than all of you guys because I don't compare myself that's not what i'm going for i'm going for i'm a person just like you guys that compares herself and i know from experience how difficult it can be but here are the tips and tricks that i've picked up along the way they're not foolproof methods but this is how i cope 
I'm gonna be sharing like my story and just how this has been with for me like how comparison has played a role in my life ever since I grew up and then I'm gonna be thinking about like the next point that flowed when I was planning this episode is thinking about how it's improved because I definitely think it has improved over the last few years so kind of reflecting on what made that possible and sharing that advice with you guys and lastly just reflecting on what the world looks like with so many teenagers comparing themselves and like what it means and what it entails and just putting things into perspective so i hope you guys enjoy let's dive right in so for my story i love talking about myself honestly i'm like (laughs) not gonna get tired of talking about myself and saying that i love it but i just wanted to provide a little bit of context and just again make you guys like feel that you're not the only ones who have battled with this because you know we all have like unique experiences with it so here's mine I have always compared myself, even when I was little. I remember that, you know, when I was in a school and there was like this math class, they would take out some kids for like an advanced math class and they would teach them like additional topics and stuff and they would come back and tell us about what they learned. And I felt like not so inferior, but I was a little bit jealous and envious of like them being recognized and them being more advanced and, you know like having that special opportunity and being like you know cool or like important or whatever and i feel like that's very much like my comparison has always been related to like academic aspects and productivity i'm not the type of person that compares like her body to other people or like through that route you know it's just been been always been very tailored to like what people are doing and like how good of a student you are or like how involved you are and you know through that lane and it's astonishing because at first when i was planning the episode i was like no i haven't struggled with this since i was little and then i realized that i actually have because at such a young age i was probably like five or six back then and just like seeing people or six or seven i don't know and just like at that age, I started to be aware of the different circumstances we all had and immediately wanting to take part of that group other people were in. And that leads me to my next point, which is that I've always been drawn to the way other people do things and think that it's better. I feel like this is a really weird concept because I haven't heard anybody else talk about it, but let me elaborate. Basically, I feel like the best way to illustrate this is with an example. So when I would have like multiple day sleepovers with my friends, like I feel like in both cases when I went to their houses or they came to my house, um, I would just be so like attracted to the way they would do things. So, you know, if they were staying at my place, you know, the way they like folded their clothes and always maintained it like organized in their duffel bag or, you know, how they would like take care of their hair, just really random things. And I always felt like, wow, that is so cool. Like even if they, you know, would always use like a special product that I never used, like stuff like that, that was different to the way I did it. I was automatically like, wow, that's so cool. I wish I did it like that. You know, I wish... I lived life that way and the same like continues happening to me right now you know when I was traveling and like meeting new friends and just hearing about their lives and the way they did things I was like something inside of me automatically told me that that was cooler and there's no logical reason for me to think that except that it's different and like new and shiny you know what I mean probably they think that my life is cool as well just because it's different to theirs But, you know, I feel like with me, it's really intense. I'm always just constantly, like, wishing I did things or had things or whatever that other people do. Just, I don't know why I'm so, like, I always put that on a pedestal. 
I don't know why I don't I can't explain it I just always thought that the way other people do things is like automatically cooler and yeah you know it's it's pretty random and I feel like this also transcends into other ways sometimes with people like I don't entirely know like girls that are around my age or a little bit older that live in my city you know always thinking that like they're cool or just wishing that I have their lives or that I had their social circles or that you know I did things they did or had their Instagram feed or you know stuff like that like I was leading their lives even though there are people like I haven't ever talked to or have talked to very little don't really know them that well you know or just wishing that I had like their lifestyle or their taste or you know their taste in like fashion or like aesthetic or like how they manage their instagram or music or whatever or just wishing that i was as cool as them i feel like i can often be attracted to again these new shiny things and forget like all of the logical reasons that not like debunk that because it's not bad to be attracted to these things but it is bad to feel like they're more worthy than you and I feel like I lose that of sight. I lose sight of those like logical reasons that make me proud of, you know, who I am in my life. And just planning this episode, I thought to myself like how worthy I am because, you know, I'm constantly like reminded of it by other people and I like have moments of realization myself where I'm like, wow, like I'm such like an incredible person and I'm like doing so much. But I feel like not all of the time, but the, a lot of the time, I feel like I could be doing more. If I see an Instagram story of a girl in my class on her like Finsta, like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all of this work. Just feel like, oh my gosh, is there work like I'm forgetting about? I should probably do, be doing it right now. Like, it makes me so anxious. And that's like another, like, I mean, that's like getting into how toxic social media can be and constantly seeing what everybody's doing. But that's like a whole other topic. Let me know if you guys want to hear more about it. But my point is just like constantly being triggered by things that I see around me and, you know, thinking that like I should be doing them. And what frustrates me is that people always tell you to not compare as if you could magically like stop doing it. And this really takes me back to my episode on like self-worth where that was another episode where I just said things that I needed to hear myself even though I didn't entirely believe them. And like, I just don't know. I feel like it's so complex to tell people to, you know, stop comparing themselves because if they're doing it, it means that there's so much like going on behind the scenes and in their heads that leads them to feel the need or to feel like it to be in such a vulnerable position where they're comparing themselves. So it's not something that you can instantly fix. I feel like comparison is the surface of the problem, but you can't fix comparison by just stop comparing you need to fix comparison by fixing everything underneath which could be insecurities or trauma or you know really like deep feelings you know the problem itself is in comparison comparison is the manifestation of deeper problems so since people have always been telling me to stop comparing others i let i'm like yeah okay but i don't think i've reached the point where i'm 100 unbothered by the people around me i don't even know if that exists i don't know anybody who doesn't compare themselves i feel like i have minimized it 
to a certain extent and that's really good and i'm really proud of myself but you know like i don't know if i'm striving for something unrealistic by saying that i don't ever want to compare myself to other people again because i don't think that sometimes comparison can be good it keeps you on your toes it keeps you with the desire to improve and you know to like not get too comfortable but i feel like the extent that we are all doing it too is definitely a little bit more toxic and harmful so I don't exactly know what I'm aspiring to. I don't know what is realistic. That was a little bit of my story, you know, how I've grown up with comparison in this age and how it's impacted the person I am today. I probably think that it has led me to be a bit of the overachiever I am just because I think to myself like, okay, there's this thing that needs to be done. This other person can do it, but I want to do it for the sole reason that I don't want them to do it and me regret not doing it, you know, like, I think, unfortunately, that way about a lot of things and comparison is what leads me to keep doing things just to avoid that feeling of shame. As I said, fortunately, I feel that I have been able to improve my whole relationship with comparison. So let's talk a little bit about the things that I did in order to achieve that. <laughs> I feel like the essential thing is me realizing that like, I got to a point where I started to actually get to know the people i compared myself to so in this specific case it was like the really smart girls in my class and i realized that they weren't perfect at all like any other human being and realizing that definitely lowered the bar or like the standard i was holding myself to once i realized that they were not the gods i painted in my head and that they had their own weaknesses their own struggles their own problems their own flaws i was like okay this is great Oh no, that sounds really bad. But I was like, oh, like they have flaws and I have flaws. I mean, maybe their flaws are different to mine, but you know, like we all have them, you know, and we can't be perfect in all senses. They have these flaws. I have these flaws. They have these weaknesses. I have these other weaknesses. And I feel like it kind of compensated. Like it got me to a point where I didn't feel so bad about my weaknesses because I realized that these people that I deeply admired also had them. So it was like, kind of relaxing because i was like okay you know like it felt like a break and i don't know if this sounds like really bad like i'm not trying to put other people down i just i feel like growing up you get to know the world like a bit deeper if that makes sense like when you were little you just thought everything was perfect and you know growing up i still felt everything was perfect but then realizing how it wasn't it was like okay you don't need to be perfect either so it was a really it was a relief for me that's the word <laughs> and then another thing i did is i honestly just got wrapped up in my own stuff i always see the tiktoks that are like i dare you to work on yourself for the next six months and i feel like it's so annoying and like just shut up <laughs> but i genuinely feel like this happened a couple of years ago i got really wrapped up in just joining a bunch of extracurriculars a bunch of initiatives a bunch of projects and becoming like a better student and that's what i did and I became like really involved with myself and just like my eyes on myself, working on myself and concentrating on myself, not on those around me. And I feel like that's the key factor. I got so busy to the point where at the end of the day, on some level, like deep down, I know I feel it. I know that I did in that day everything humanely possible for me and that that was enough. Maybe other people like got a head start on a project that I didn't get to, but at least I joined this robotic initiative with a bunch of other schools that is going to look so much better on my resume, you know, like stuff like that and understanding that we all have different interests and we all administrate our time differently. But 
if I am making the best decisions for myself, then at the end of the day, I don't have anything to be ashamed of. And that's huge because as I say with a lot of problems, I feel like the problem themselves like are heightened or like saturated by our own personal insecurities. So if you can work on those personal insecurities, it will be much better because these problems won't manifest in the same way. Another thing I started doing is really interpreting the quote that is, somebody else's beauty does not mean the lack of your own. As I said, I don't really compare myself like in beauty terms, but I applied this to like the academic stance. And I realized, you know, if somebody is really academically talented, that does not mean that you're dumb. Like there's room for so many smart people in the world, you know, like <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. And also just learn to really admire people around me, like be a genuine supportive friend and peer and, you know, tell these people how much I admired them and congratulate them and all of that stuff without feeling like it was a personal offense. Cause that's what I did feel when I was much more insecure. And a way this was specifically done was by asking questions. I heard somewhere on TikTok <laughs> that in order to appear more confident, you need to appear less interesting and more interested in other people. And that's really what I started to do. I got to a point where one of my favorite questions to ask my friends is what they did this day or the day before, like in the afternoon, after school. And... I love, I genuinely love hearing their answers and hearing what they did without feeling that it's a personal offense, without feeling, you know, like they did more than me, they're more productive than me. I know how much I did. I know that I have extreme capacities for time organization and administrating like all of my different activities and I'm satisfied with what I do. I am, I truly am. So when I hear all these other lovely people do the same things or, you know, be just as productive or whatever, I don't feel like it's like, I don't feel like it's harmful to me. I don't feel like they're trying to put me down. I appreciate it for them and I congratulate them, but I don't feel like it's an attack to me. And that's really important. And how did I achieve that? By working on myself and by living a life that brings me fulfillment so that I don't feel so shaken when other people succeed because I know that I'm succeeding as well. And then lastly, I feel like this is a cliche, but you know, I couldn't do an episode without it. It's just reminding myself that I'll never know the full story. As I said before, what was eye-opening for me was realizing that these people I idealized weren't perfect themselves. So I constantly have to remind that to myself whenever I feel like, whenever I start idealizing somebody, just reminding myself that I don't know the full story, that these people also have their own flaws just like I do, so that I have no reason to feel that they are better than me or to be jealous of them and nothing's perfect and you know just really reminding myself and telling myself these things when i feel like i'm starting to go down that path of comparison also something else that was really helpful was surrounding myself by people who don't trigger me and again i talk about this in my episode on toxic friendships and i feel like every friendship can sometimes trigger you a little bit but learning to establish distance with people you know that don't make me feel that good about myself and, you know, if I'm, like, in a tough spot mentally, then, you know, maybe not worry too much about responding to everybody's texts immediately. And surrounding myself by people who inspire me every day and friends that I'm proud to have. But just remind myself that, you know, like, if they're succeeding, I shouldn't be ashamed of being myself around them, you know? Because they're succeeding and it's a constant inspiration for me and it's a reminder for me of who I want to be and that's beautiful and I know that I'm constantly working on myself and that there's so many things I can improve and having these people in my life can bring so much abundance because I can learn from them, they can inspire me, they can motivate me, they can help me and so on and so on. I also learned that 
a person who only cares about like making good impressions on other people will seek to be the most smart person in the room but a truly intelligent person will always seek to be the least knowledgeable in the room so that they can learn from others and i feel like that humility is really important like if you get to a point where you're comfortable with your knowledge and or whatever it is and you want to improve but you're like grateful for what you already have and you surround yourself by people who are quote-unquote better than you you can learn from them without feeling triggered to compare yourself and that's really powerful so yeah those are kind of the main tips that i feel like i didn't even realize it at the time but they are what helped me to get out of that toxic comparison and as i said i still do it now from time to time but i feel like these realizations were big milestones for me now we're going to reflect a little bit on what comparison looks like today and i would dare say that we've got a little bit of a broken society i know that seems like a bit of an exaggeration and it probably is but i feel like there are so many cracks and there's so much hurt in so many of us, unfortunately. And I mean, I, I haven't been alive for that long, so I don't know if in past centuries it's been like this as well. But I feel like right now for teenagers growing up, it's been so exacerbated because of social media, globalization, and just the internet, like all of it intensifies everything so much. And as I was saying with the example earlier of seeing my friends' Instagram stories when they're studying, like you can see what everybody is doing all the time and people love posting all the good things and amazing things they're doing. And you just see that positive side. So I feel like it's so easy to lose of sight that, you know, like there's two sides to everything, you know, people have really good things in their lives, but they also have really bad things. And since we're not taught or like so prone to share those positive, those negative things, sorry, like you kind of forget they exist and it puts you in a an unrealistic situation where you expect your whole life to be perfect when, you know, that's not the case for anybody. <laughs> so I feel like comparison brings people to have really low self-esteem because they always feel like the person next to them is so much more in any sense. My comparison is very much rooted in like the academic sense, but you know, they can feel like they're so much prettier, so much more popular, so much more, you know, whatever and it leads us to feel like we're not enough like we constantly have to do more things or change more things to be quote-unquote worthy and i feel like feeling worthy is such a complex topic and i can't like entirely grasp it i don't know why we chase feeling worthy like it doesn't make sense to me but we all do it even myself like we're all on that constant quest of feeling like we fit in feeling like we're deserving and I don't know how that's rooted, I don't know how that works, but I feel like we all have that desire of feeling like accepted, like we're in. And again, that leads us to be so insecure, like just constantly looking at other people, we think of what they have and we don't instead of appreciating what we do have. It's just kind of the way we're taught to think. I think this is the way like conversations go when you're with friends and you're like looking at other girls instagram's feeds and stuff like always thinking about what they have that you don't and that really leads to like imposter syndrome which i think is such a dangerous thing because you know it's feeling like you don't deserve to be where you are or like getting accepted into the university of your dreams was a mistake or feeling like everybody around you is better and you don't deserve to be in the same group and again that's deeply rooted in insecurities and feeling like we're not enough so all of these like broken feelings <laughs> lead us to be very defensive you know like always putting up our guard always like getting offended easily like what i was talking about earlier like feeling things were a personal offense when they really weren't it's just since we've been 
like since we got to the point that we're so debilitated so weak it leads us to take everything so personally and be very defensive and in my case it leads to feeling competitive always wanting to win to beat others just to feel that little sense of worthiness which you shouldn't seek that way you shouldn't seek it by putting other people down or winning you should be able to find that within but again that's so hard i feel like we all need to undergo a process of healing on the inside which is so hard like so hard but you know we got to do it we got to learn to do so and once you start with that process of healing i feel like you won't have all of these personal weaknesses and insecurities thus you won't feel tempted to compare yourself with others and that's powerful I feel like working on myself made me care less about other people and I just got wrapped up in myself and I don't want it to be like in a narcissistic egocentric way it's just like you don't need to be looking at other people all the time you don't need to like I feel like I grew up thinking that's what I needed to do but you honestly don't like you should work on yourself you should have your eyes on yourself like that's good you shouldn't feel ashamed about it And looking at the insecurities that I still do have, I know that if I embarked on the process of working on them and healing that relationship with myself or feeling more comfortable with myself or whatever, like the same thing would happen. They wouldn't be such insecurities and I wouldn't feel so imbalanced when I compared myself to other people and it would just lead me to heal. How can you do this? I feel like there are so many different ways. You can go to therapy, you can embark on exercises and journeys of self-acceptance like through podcasts, through journaling, learning on YouTube, reading, like however you choose to approach it, however works best for you. And I must say work does need to be done. This change will not fall from the sky as I say. You need to take proactive steps you need to do things, you need to change things, as Albert Einstein said, it's ridiculous for you to expect different results if you keep doing the same thing, you have to make a change, and that's probably the scariest part, thinking about how you're going to make a difference, because human beings are known for fearing change, but we actually don't fear change, we fear loss, so it's getting over that fear of losing something, and realizing that if you work on these, and if you make these changes, then you're actually going to be gaining so much more. So I invite you to take a sober look at yourself and question how you're living, how your relationship with yourself is, how your relationship with comparison is, and if you want to change that. Let's wrap up this discussion with a couple of main takeaways. So the first thing is that like any other person, I grew up comparing myself. And this is a wound I have ever since I was a little girl and that I'm still working to heal today. And you grow up comparing yourself and you grow up learning how to deal with that comparison in a healthy way. It's a very personal journey, but you can learn from the journey of other people and take in the advice that's provided. Number two, reflecting back on what helped me grow was mainly being realistic and learning about the world I was on and understanding that nobody's perfect, that, you know, even the people I idealized the most had their own problems. So that incredibly lowered the bar for me and it made me feel more comfortable it's also just getting more involved with myself and doing the things that i wanted because i wanted like for myself and just feeling that sense of fulfillment thanks to myself you know 
And again, that led me to not feeling threatened by other people. This is a really big one, just seeking that comfort within myself up to the point where I could heal, hear other people talk about the amazing things in my life and not take it as a personal offense, you know? Feel so comfortable in myself that hearing other people's amazing achievements didn't mean that I didn't have my own amazing achievements. Maybe I had them at other times or whatever, but it was their time and I could celebrate with them. And that's one of the most beautiful things about friendship and humanity as a whole. And just remind myself as well of those like cliche sayings and like quotes that that we know and understand intellectually but on a deeper level in our behaviors we may not entirely grasp and one of the like i don't know if it's one of the best ways but one of the most standard ways to incorporate them is just constantly reminding them to yourself in these tough times and having those around you remind them to yourself to you <laughs> and third just reflecting on the damages in our society you know hurt people hurt people and I feel like we all have these wounds and it's okay, it's natural, we're human beings. And even though comparison can have like a lot of ugly sides to it, I just want to remember that comparison can be a little bit of that push that encourages you to do better, to never get too comfortable or too complacent and to constantly like be on your toes. Obviously, this is good like with to like a certain extent and such, but it's just really satisfying for me to know that I can like a little bit of comparison is important you know i wouldn't want to eradicate it completely for my life well this is a whole like full circle moment because at the beginning i was like i don't know what i want for comparison but now i know that i still do want at least small healthy doses of it because it's what keeps me on my feet i mean on my toes <laughs> yeah <laughs> gravity is what keeps me on my feet <laughs> well i don't know uh, anyways yeah those are the main takeaways <laughs> time for the weekly favorites so again i i mean i love sharing my weekly favorites and before i would do like really specific things but this week was kind of improvised but they're like unique things i don't want to look at it as messy i just want to look at it like like unique human things that i have been enjoying recently and again i'm like three weeks behind on my podcast now so i don't have any new ones to recommend to you guys but you know we're, we're working on it <laughs> the first favorite that i have is something in my routine so basically like before the pandemic and everything i didn't listen to podcasts and during the pandemic was when i started both making a podcast and listening to podcasts so when i started going back to school in person i adopted the routine i had pre-pandemic and in that routine there was not listening to podcasts and it was really funny because in the virtual weeks i had i would have like my morning routine listening to podcasts but when it was in person i would just like delete that step because that was what i was used to and then recently i have done like executed my morning routine when i go to school in person with those podcasts and it's such a deal breaker like it starts me on the day like in a good mood and it makes me feel like i can take my time a little bit more with my morning routine it makes it feel more intentional it makes it feel a little bit more productive like i'm learning in the process and i feel like the silence and the quietness in the morning can sometimes be a little bit overwhelming at least in the weekdays and I can like be so grumpy in the mornings but this genuinely helps me just feel a little bit better in like a better mood so i'm really happy that i've been incorporating them in my in-person school morning routine number two is you guys know my relationship with driving that i've like struggled with it and blah 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 but i feel like i finally figured out a system that works and it is every sunday because sundays there are like less cars driving to a supermarket that's near my house 
with my mom and just like getting whatever we need for that week like little bits and bobs and i feel like that's a really small thing that's really realistic that i can consistently do in order to gain confidence and eventually be able to like do longer drives and more challenging things and stuff but i feel like just doing it setting aside a regular time and day to do it and just holding myself accountable i feel like that is hopefully going to have a really big impact so i'm excited for like the future and just learning to drive better and stuff and eventually like i want to be able to basically for the outing that i have tonight you know we were struggling like to get there because nobody's parents could take us and you know i was like I hope that one day I can drive well enough to be able to take all of my friends there, you know, like that's my ultimate goal. I want to not have to worry about that type of stuff. <laughs> and then lastly, my third favorite is you guys, I am no longer a nail virgin. I got gel nails done for the first time. Yeah, you heard that right. If you know me, like I was so scared to do that, but I got them done. I put them in the machine. It felt kind of weird, but I love it. Like they don't break. They don't like they look like they last like approximately three weeks and every day they look like i like they're fresh you know and i'm so excited for it like i love it it's supposed to strengthen your nails and i specifically got it because over a year ago i saw my friend with these beautiful nails and i wanted them done the exact same way and the way they had done it in the nail salon was with gel so that's what encouraged me to take that step and that friend is the one i went to get my nails done with the other day so i'm just really excited i don't know if i'm like consistently gonna get it done because it's a little bit pricey and it's like not that sustainable but it feels fun and i just i loved like going to the nail salon it's just it was a really fun experience so i enjoyed it <laughs> these are my really random favorites for the week but i loved talking about them and sharing just like the new things in my life the random like simple little things that bring me joy that's what I want for DST, just to be able to contemplate the small, beautiful things of the human existence. And lastly, for this week's episode, you guys, because I gotta run, we need to leave. <laughs> I finally have a review for you guys. So I was contacted by at Versace Podcast on Instagram, and it was so exciting because she had such a lovely message for me. And it says the following. Hey Tham, I just wanted to tell you that I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time now and because I didn't have any social media, I couldn't contact you. But I love your work and the way you think. Keep going, you're doing absolutely great. This was such a heartwarming message for me and I was so excited to read it. I love hearing people say that they love your work. I feel like that is such a big compliment because I put in so much effort and thought into my podcast and for people to acknowledge that and just mention it is so meaningful for me and i'm thankful for you know you to listen and tune in and i love hearing that you love the way i think because i try to articulate these things in a very respectful way and i started the podcast because i wanted an outlet to share my thoughts so i am absolutely fulfilled when i hear that you guys are recognizing this and that you guys are re resonating with what i say it is just a dream come true so thank you so much for that lovely message if you want to listen to this podcast that this girl made it's in french but i'll link it in the show notes in case you want to practice so yeah thank you so much i am absolutely touched well that's about it for this episode i would like to clarify that i am not a specialist everything i share is based off of my experience and what i've learned don't forget to follow the podcast instagram at dst podcast i'm very active on there it's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. 
please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, theastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.